cares for you. Okay, I'm going to read that one more time so we're, we don't have any distractions. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. If there was one thing that I need you to get from tonight's message to encourage yourself, to help you, if there was a headline, if the characters were limited, like on Twitter, when you go to post something, like if, if there's one thing you're going to remember from tonight, if you need to shake your neighbor right now and be like, hey, wake up, make sure you're paying attention. Like right now is the time to do that. Because here's the point. Jesus cares about you. Look at your neighbor and say, Jesus cares about you. He cares about the times you find yourself all up in your feelings. If it's moments where you're feeling overwhelmed, listen up, guys. Uh, if it's moments where you f- are feeling depressed, whatever you are feeling, he cares about that. So maybe you're here tonight and you're like, I've never had anxiety. Uh, this message doesn't even apply to me. I can't even relate. Here's the definition of anxiety so you understand what we're talking about. It's a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease. Hey, guys, if you all are going to keep talking, Pastor Kayla is going to have to come up here and move you guys, okay? Because you're distracting me. So please stop. Um, the definition of anxiety is a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease. Uh, I would say most of us have felt something like that before. Uh, if we haven't, we will eventually because anxiety is a part of life. Anxiety is often caused by stress, trauma, And a lot of times it happens at a young age, okay? Experiences that trigger anxiety are things like physical or emotional abuse. And I know we could go around the room tonight and probably 80% of us could talk about something that happened to us when we were younger that uh, scarred us. It was difficult for us. That impacted our lives. Like I know for me and Pastor Kayla, we both um, had different types of abuse that happened to us when we were growing up at a young age. So a lot of us, we can kind of relate to that. Anxiety is a, a culmination of stress becoming overwhelming and your internal reactors not knowing how to respond to the, that external stress that you're experiencing. Your body usually responds to stress like this in three different ways. With fight, flight, or freeze. Meaning your anxiety makes you either want to leave, run away, be away from everyone, maybe be isolated, just get away from everything. Or it can cause you to want to stand up and fight. That's why there's a lot of people who you, maybe you know at school that all they want to do is fight. All they want to do is like be in the middle of stuff going on, male or female, physical fighting or verbal. It doesn't matter, okay? Or, and this is what I feel like most of us probably do, we tuck it away deep down inside of us. We try to play it off. We deal with it in our head and in our hearts. We try to handle it, take care of it ourselves because we don't want anyone else to see that we are struggling. So here's another truth bomb that we're going to drop tonight. Everybody say, all right. And I hope you're ready for this because it'll help you if you're listening, if you're taking this serious tonight. It's okay to feel how you feel. 
Can I get an amen on that tonight? So many times in our life, people try to tell us, you shouldn't be feeling that way. You shouldn't feel like that. And although we don't want to stay in those feelings, when you feel something deep in your heart and in your life and your mind and your soul, that is important. It's important to address. It's important to talk about. It's important to figure out. So it's okay to feel how you feel about whatever that situation is that's bringing you anxiety. But it's not okay to hold on to it. Let's imagine for a moment that this pitcher of water is up here and we went around the room and we asked, how much do you think this pitcher of water weighs? Some of you might say, 10 ounces. Some of you might say, it's a half gallon. Some of you might say, no, that's a full gallon of water. Okay? And that might be true if we set it on some scales or something. We measured it out, whatever, figured it out, how much water it is, how much it weighs, the quantity of it. But if I were to hold this pitcher of water for an hour, I'm going to start to feel the weight of it. Right now, it's nothing. But in an hour, I'm going to start to feel the weight of it. If I, wait, if I held this for six hours, my arm is really going to start to get sore, right? It's going to start hurting. If I held this picture all day long, Andrew, my arm would be killing me. It would probably have fallen to sleep. Or it would feel like I would just want to drop this and, like, go lay down or something, right? Because my arm would be killing me. My arm would be very unproductive at that point. But listen, if I put it down, the weight, the heaviness is gone. It's the same way in your life and in mine. If we hold on to sin or if we hold on to a burden or if we hold on to stress or anxiety or something that has happened to us, Whatever it is that's consuming us, if we hold on to it for too long, it's going to disable us. It's going to mess things up. It's going to become heavy because we weren't meant to hold this pitcher of water for a long time. And you weren't meant to hold on to that trauma that you've experienced or that abuse that you've experienced. You're not supposed to hold on to what they said about you for as long as you have. You're supposed to let it go. Everybody say, let it go. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 and 30, Jesus says, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. This is why Jesus went to the cross. This is why he took on sin and death and the devil. We're not supposed to live our lives stressed out. It's like that scripture from the beginning that we read. It says, cast your cares Upon him because he cares for you. He wants to take that weight for you. But you have to let it go. So I've got more of my message. We're going to talk a little bit more, but I want to ask you right now, is that something God's speaking to you about? Don't answer out loud. Don't raise your hand. Just answer in your heart. Answer in your mind. Is God speaking to you about that right now? Is there something in your life you've been holding on to for far too long? 
And it's tonight the night that you let it go. I believe that God is speaking to somebody through that illustration right now. And I believe tonight is your night. So how we handle the weight of this life, our anxiety, our depression, sin, all the things that we're talking about tonight, our feelings. It reminds me of this story that I heard, okay? And I want you guys to listen really closely to this story because I believe it's powerful and it will speak to somebody. So there was this guy who was a handyman, and he was hired to fix a refrigerated box car. So if you don't know what that is, that's like a a train, you know, hooks up to the carts. And this is like a walk-in freezer, basically. It's made for transporting food that needs to be refrigerated, okay, like meat, fish, et cetera, et cetera, and any kind of food product that needs to stay cold. So this guy, he goes inside this boxcar, and he's in there to fix the boxcar. And this is, a, this is a real story, okay? I can, I can show you where you can find it and read on it. It was in the newspaper about this guy. And this guy goes inside this boxcar, and he, he accidentally locks himself inside. Okay? He locks himself inside this refrigerated boxcar, and he begins to panic. He tries to bang on the door. He tries to yell. No one comes. No one hears him. So after a little while, he finds something to ride on because he's bored, because he's stuck inside. And so he begins to ride on the wall, and he says, I'm starting to get cold now, but I hope somebody finds me. Three or four hours pass, and still no one has come to his rescue. So he writes, I'm really cold now. I hope someone has noticed that I'm gone and comes to look for me. And the story goes, several more hours pass by. And he writes on the wall that he's getting really cold now. And that these might be his last words. And to please tell his family and his friends that he loves them. So the next day, they find the man inside the boxcar. He passed away. But this is where the story gets real. When they found the man, the freezer was only 50 degrees. There was plenty of air moving inside. And there was no physical reason for his death. The best that they could come up with was somehow he talked himself into dying because he thought he was freezing and that he was all alone and that nobody was coming for him. And so he died. You see, positive thinking is important and it does, it does work, but so does negative thinking. And if we're not careful, we can make situations way worse than what they actually are because of the way that we handle them. What do I mean? Live your life for Jesus. Because he can help you through whatever it is that you're going through. I'm going to read a few scriptures here, and I want you to take these to heart tonight as we are looking at the end of this message here. Proverbs 12, 25 says, An anxious heart weighs a man down, but kind words cheer him up. 
Matthew chapter 6, verse 34 says, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And this is one of my favorite scriptures. We've been reading it a lot around here this year so far. In John chapter 10, verse 10, it says, The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Jesus wants you to experience a good life tonight. He doesn't want you to carry something around that weighs you down, that holds you back, that makes you lesser of a person than what he created you to be. He wants to take that from you. He doesn't want you to get wrapped up in the way this world works and for you to convince yourself that nothing better is ever going to happen, that you don't deserve good things. And just like the guy in the boxcar, you give up on the life that God has given you. My last point tonight, before we close, before we give some of you an opportunity to respond to what it is that God is saying to you about your feelings, about this subject of anxiety that we are talking about tonight. Something we don't stop to think about very often is that Jesus was fully man and fully God. So if he was hurt, if he was upset, if he was emotional, he felt it just like me and you. It was real, just like it is for us. And you can read the word of God and you can determine that even though Jesus didn't sin and he was perfect, he experienced things of this world. He experienced things in this world just like you and me. He was in the wilderness and he experienced temptation. He didn't give in to temptation. He didn't sin, but he experienced it. He also experienced anxiety in the Garden of Gethsemane. You might be thinking, what? What are you talking about, Pastor Phil? Jesus experienced anxiety? The Bible says so, and I'm going to read it right now. Matthew chapter 26, it says, Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. That's Jesus, began to be sorrowful and troubled. And then he said to them, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. So stay here and keep watch with me. I'm going to read that again. My, this is Jesus talking. My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it was possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour, he asked Peter? Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And he went away a second time. And prayed, my father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. Verse 43 says, when he came back, he, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. Then he returned to the disciples and said to them, are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come. The Son of Man is being delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayers. Now, just like I was saying earlier, that doesn't mean that Jesus sinned. That doesn't mean that he was like weak or he gave in to something, but he clearly is experiencing 
his fully man side here. He's upset. He's nervous about what's about to happen because he is fully God. He knows what's going, that he's getting ready to go to the cross. He knows that he's getting ready to be beaten. He knows he's going to go through all these things. And his physical side is really struggling with that. This scripture tells me that Jesus knows how I feel when I am overwhelmed. The scripture tells me when it comes to anxiety, he knows what that's like. So going back to the first point we made tonight, he cares for you. He understands where you are at and your problems and your fear and your anxiety and whatever it is that you're dealing with, whatever it is that you're all up in your feelings about, it's not too big for him. So we've talked about it. We've laughed about it. We've maybe been captivated by a story or an illustration or something that was done tonight. Remember the cup of water, the, the, the pitcher of water we used tonight. We need to let it go. So I'm going to have them put on our, our prayer music. I want us to bow our heads and close our eyes. And I want us just to get real for a few minutes. No one looking around, no one talking. No one being a distraction to somebody who's here tonight and maybe really needs this message, really needs this time with God. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for every single person that's here tonight under the sound of my voice. God, we're not doing this series for no reason, but you are here to speak to us. Tonight, you put the, the subject of anxiety. 